Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Polling says exactly what you thought it would say. And no, 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 this isn't about presidential anything. This is about Americans wanting to keep troops out of foreign conflicts. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, for those of you uh, following along at home, uh, yeah, uh, the cold is into day two and a half. And now we're in the, my God, why aren't I still sleeping phase of the cold if I wore one more sweater, I could officially be my father at this stage of the game. Uh, nothing about this is surprising. This was News Nation that put this together. 70% of Democrats and independents, two-thirds of Republicans, favor policies that don't send troops to the, to the Middle East. I absolutely get it. When it comes to Ukraine, three-quarters of Republicans, 68% of Democrats... So you see where those favorabilities change, but a vast majority of people. I get it. I appreciate it. I think that is absolutely the right thing. Except in the case of what's going on with Israel and Hamas, and I spoke to uh, the Council General to the Midwest from Israel, Yanam Cohen, yesterday. I'll share that with you today. You do have... American ships, American destroyers that are under attack, that have been targeted by the Houthi rebels, which they are based in Yemen, in this proxy war with Saudi Arabia. They're backed by Iran, and they have been engaged in warfare. So does that mean troops on the ground? Not necessarily, and and, and I would still be there wholeheartedly of not doing that. But it does mean that your interaction is going to be more probable and more necessary because American lives are at risk. You have soldiers who've been attacked. You have ships that have been attacked, and now you say to me, well, we shouldn't be there to begin with. So now we're not making the argument that we as a nation should pull from here or pull from there. We're making the argument that somehow the Houthi rebels have the right to attack American ships. I just want to make sure you understand what you're saying if you go down that road. If anybody should go down that road. I am a believer in Pax Americanus, like Pax Romanus. I I am a Roman citizen. I am an American. No, you don't. You can attack uh, only only at uh, your, your own demise. Only at your own destruction. And it should be swift and it should be fierce and the world should see it. I don't argue... American perfection, I do argue that he ain't heavy, he's my brother, and that if you come at a a U.S. ship, we come at you. 
Watch what they want, Tony. Is is it what they want? Is is that what they want, really? Okay. I consider that to be one of the more ridiculous concepts ever engaged by the political left. That's what they want. You see, Hamas wants you to come at them. That's what they want. No, it, it seems that's exactly what they don't want. They want to be able to destroy Israel without Israel doing anything about it. That's what they want. They want to fight? Nah. They want to destroy. They don't want to fight. I say give them all the fight they can handle. Because I don't think they can actually handle any fight. That's my take. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. immigration into this country even now. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them a chance? I think we should. So if I could translate for the Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, a man most aptly named, we've got all these people... We can just put them in there as, you know, cannon fodder. And if if they survive, eh, we'll give them citizenship. That is a very, very messed up point of view. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Uh, I don't, I, I think that there could be seriously interesting conversations about those who serve in the military and, and whether they were... Are, are working towards some level of citizenship uh, and, and whether or not they, they should be allowed. Certainly when we talk about our, our lack of uh, numbers of uh, in terms of recruitment, well, that is uh, to uh, the detriment of, well, in, uh, that is, uh, that's right, the detriment of people like Dick Durbin and the Democratic left, which don't take a look at military service as something to be proud of. As a matter of fact, they have denigrated military service over the years. You take poor kids, what else are they going to do? They're just going to join the military. You, you've, you've, and you're doing it again. You utilize, you're saying, well, this is a last resort for these groups of people, as opposed to something to aspire to, to want to serve your country, to see the value therein. They, the way they spin it is messed up. But we would not have these issues if we, if we had, sorry, that's the, that's the cold. See that? Did you hear that? That was the cold right there. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, if we had a better understanding of the value the military provides and we actually exalted it because it is a good thing to serve. 
there is something greater than the self. And we should be proactive in celebrating that. Not that I expect that from Dick Durbin, who basically said, well, we don't have enough people joining the military, so here, let, let these sad sacks do it. That's pretty gross. Israeli authorities are engaged in investigation because there are people in the U.S., researchers, who are saying that there are investors that may have known of Hamas's plan to attack Israel on October 7th and use that information to profit from Israeli securities. That is one heck of an allegation. So you've got Robert Jackson from New York University and Josh Schmitz from Columbia University who found significant short selling of shares leading up to the attacks. Days before the attack, traders appeared to anticipate the events to come, which is what they, they, they wrote, and suddenly and significantly spiked on October 2nd based on data from the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. So what does this mean? What does it mean? It means that some people may have known it was coming, and if they knew it was coming and did not warn Israel, are they guilty of a crime, is a question. In Israel's largest bank, 4.43 million new shares sold short over the September 14th to October 5th period. And it yielded a profit of 862 million U.S. dollars. Although we see no aggregate increase in shorting of Israeli companies on U.S. exchanges, we do identify a sharp and unusual increase just before the attacks in trading in risky short-dated options on these companies expiring just after the attacks. Well, I'd be uh, investigating that too. I'd be investigating that too. Now, I got asked a question on the on the Xbox. I don't think you call it that on the on the Twitter, but whatever we call it now. It's also we were talking about uh, Dick Durbin, Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois, Democrat, a man most aptly named. We should take all these people coming across the border illegally and put them in the military, give them a chance to serve. And uh, they, they write, it's also all the young illegal men crossing over that then are all in our military. How could that work out badly for us? I assume that's sarcasm. I assume that is because here is a story about large groups of migrants, mostly Chinese national men, crossing illegally through open gaps on the border wall in, in a hot, Jacumba Hot Springs, California. Single men should not be allowed in the United States. Turn it, we send them back. Put them on planes, send them back. We just send you back. That's all there is. You allow Chinese nationals into the United States? You're crazy. Tony, that's so bigoted. Kiss my butt. You are crazy. Trust China? No, thank you. I think I'll pass. No Chinese nationals in the U.S. And no ownership of land in the U.S. No ownership of businesses in the U.S. if you're a Chinese national. That is all. Nothing else. The end. Thank you, Cleveland. Good night. No more student visas for people from China. None. What? Is there something something that I said? 
You think that's bigotry? With all due respect, I don't think you have an understanding of what bigotry is. As a matter of fact, you tell me where you are so I can laugh at you in person. Anybody who would allow single men into their country, trying to emigrate into the country, trying to uh, claim some level of asylum or anything else, is out of their heads. Go back and fight for your country. Go back and fight for China. Go back and fight for Colombia. Go back and fight for El Salvador. Go back and fight for Nicaragua. Go back and fight for Sweden. No, 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 no. This is only a mistake. By the way, on the subject of the border, the U.S.-Mexico border is now seeing a surge of unaccompanied minors. So one pair of girls, 7 and 10 years old, interviewed by News Nation, kept asking for their mother. They believe their mother was already, the, the girls believe their mother was already in the U.S. Earlier this year, the federal government has many, had as many as 10,000 unaccompanied children in custody. Nothing is okay at the border. Nothing is okay with the humanity or the lack thereof. People send children by themselves to make this crossing? It, it, it's, it's nearly impossible to make as an adult, sending children? Yes, we have a problem. And certainly we don't have enough people addressing all the facets of it. We're going to be getting into Border Week next week. A series of interviews with uh, former border chiefs, uh, experts, uh, policy concepts, ways to uh, make this better. Things that possibly can be done. But they can only be done if both parties want to do them. If they're going to keep playing politics about the border because as an issue, it's more, it's, it's easier to work with and raise money on and create anger on uh, than actually solving things, we all get destroyed. That will be next week, so tune in for that. Well, Jacksonville did more than lose on Monday Night Football. The ankle sprain from Trevor Lawrence could very well, I mean, he, he's in the boot right now. Could be a week and uh, everything is good. Could be two. They are certainly a diminished team without Trevor Lawrence's quarterback, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. And gives the Colts the opportunity to pick up another game. Because even though it went to overtime, I don't think that the Jaguars lose uh, to, to the Bengals. I don't think that would have been the case. And you can't even, in this one, you can't even blame it on, on, on the backup. See, was it C.J. Beathard? I think is who it, who it is. I mean, you got some offensive line penalties from some rookies that uh, brought back some passes. You can't, you can't blame a guy for that. You, you don't want somebody getting hurt to create your opportunity. But it seems clear that the Colts have one. The Colts have an opportunity. Uh, today is your, uh, I don't do it every day. I don't, I don't remind you every day. But Corey Bush, the representative from St. Louis, is one of the great bigots. I mean, she could be on the bigot Mount Rushmore. Mount Bigotmore. And, and she is um, the person who lied about, uh, in, in Ferguson, Missouri, lied about uh, 
uh, Brown and hands up, don't shoot, and, and, and all that. That was her. And then she uh, parlayed that into becoming a member of Congress, where her bigotry is, is well known. So now she's um, making the statement uh, that she's trying to connect herself to Rosa Parks. People always say that I didn't give up my seat because I was tired. Remember, Rosa Parks didn't give up her seat on the bus. Uh, The quote is, but that isn't true. No, the only tired I was, was tired of giving in. To which Cori Bush then adds in, in a post, 68 years ago, Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat on the bus. We must continue to refuse to give in in our fight for liberation. What the hell are you talking about? What liberation? What are you trying to liberate yourself from? If you live in the leftist, the Marxism permanent revolution world, nothing's ever good enough. Nothing's ever okay. Nothing can get better. Understand that for these people, Marxists, it can never, ever be like, hey, we got there. Nope. Something always has to be wrong. Can you imagine living your whole life like this? Cori Bush is 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 not interested in solving a, of problems. She does she's not an intellectual by any stretch. Cori Bush exists as a as a revolutionary. Now, the fact that in the time period she would have been pushed to the side cuz she's too ridiculous and not smart enough, neither here nor there, uh, smart enough to help lead a movement. She's still fighting for liberation. While members of her squad want to let you know that if a mosque engages in rape, it's okay, they shouldn't be condemned too much because condemnation has to be balanced. Oh, dear Lord, is Pramila Jayapal taking it on the chin? And good. The sooner you learn that the squad with Andre Carson and Jamal Bowman are amongst some of the most despicable low-rent people out there, the better off we'll all be. And it is also important to see, and you're going to see me doing a lot of lot of work in this, in this space, because we said it. We've said it about Andre Carson repeatedly. I cannot convince Indianapolis to vote for a Republican. I mean... You, you voted you voted for Joe Hogshead for a third term, and they just passed uh, the resolution to tax the people in the mile square. What do you want from me? I, 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 I did what I could. You told me no? Okay. Okay. Um, I can't get Indianapolis to vote for a Republican. Could I get Indianapolis to vote for a Democrat who doesn't hate Jews? Because Andre Carson does. Could I get them to vote for a Democrat who just doesn't hate? We just disagree on policy. The answer is maybe. Ilhan Omar has got herself a primary challenge in Minnesota, and it's great. And now you've got a challenge against Representative Jamal Bowman from George Latimer, also a Democrat, just doesn't hate Jews. Why can't we do that in Indianapolis?
I think we should. And I'm going to work hard to make that happen. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Okay. 2023 is weirder than you think. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. So we saw the House expel George Santos. The ethics violations, the criminal charges, although he had not yet been found guilty of any of them, which is why some people refuse to vote for expulsion. If he's, in, if he's convicted, then you can expel. Expelling before the fact, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? The fact that we may not like him is secondary to whether or not he was elected by the people. It's a solid argument. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Santos is a weird dude. He's always been a weird dude. He continues to be a weird dude. And if you're going to expel George Santos, it seems very obvious under the same guise, one must expel Robert Menendez, the senator from New Jersey. The senator from New Jersey... caught with gold bars and possibly just being a paid uh, agent of Egypt. The gold bars in his home, $100,000 worth, I believe, can be uh, traced to a violent robbery a decade ago. So the indictment from federal prosecutors say that Menendez and his wife are part of a bribery scheme that involved the Egyptian government and some businessmen and others. And that they received, retrieved multiple gold bars from Menendez's home, which were used as payment. So did the payment come from a violent crime? It's very possible. It's Bob Menendez. He should have been thrown out the first time around when he was connected to the, uh, to the eye doctor down in Florida. But one of the people who's been speaking very openly about Menendez is John Fetterman, who you're like, wait, the guy who doesn't know where he is at any one time? Yes. Very openly and directly about Israel, and very openly about Bob Menendez. Here he was on The View. And uh, you've also been calling for to get rid of uh, Menendez, I know. Um, but first, before we talk about that, what's your reaction to the exp- expulsion? Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in, in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost you know funny, and like you know he you know, landed on the moon and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, 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 I really think he needs to go. When that came out, I'm not the only person on the political right who said, okay, what's happening here? First, never mind the, the point of view, he's cogent. That was a statement that was clear. He hasn't been able to do that in the last two years. 
He should never have been allowed to be a senator. I stand by that. But even if he's reading the question, he understood it, and that was a full, cogent answer. He might not be um, the, 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 the most exciting speaker, the most eloquent speaker, but he was able to tell a joke. He told it in rhythm. He got to his points. The guy, at least from that, you could argue he's clearly better, although I don't, I don't know if one thing makes the difference. I don't know how drugged up he is, whatever the case may be. But that's very strong. Now we get into how crazy 2023 is. With the expulsion of Santos, Santos has now taken to Cameo. Cameo is where uh, celebrities or the infamous go, and you can get personalized messages, and you pay some amount of money. We've, we've thought about doing it for Eat, Drink, Smoke, doing personalized cigar reviews. We haven't done it. I think we should. Uh, and, and get that done. I don't, I don't know who would use it, but you put yourself on there. What, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, so uh, George Santos is on Cameo. And so John Fetterman paid George Santos to make a Cameo about Bob Menendez. 2023, people. This is amazing. Hey, Bobby. Uh, look. I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. Holy crap. You did not have that on your bingo card for 2023. Don't get me wrong. You didn't have any of this on your 2023 bingo card. This is crazed. That's unbelievable. And everyone is like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. What am I supposed to do with this information? Because there's no part of Fetterman's resume that shows this. There's no part of it. Go back to his days when he was the mayor of that that town. He was doing some other things. He was a ne'er-do-well. He was living off his his parents' money. Is is this the body double? Is that what we're going to say now? I don't know what's happening. I have no idea what is happening, but it is amazing. Or it's all just a sign that... uh, we, we are uh, crashing as a nation. Uh, take your pick. Take your pick.